This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Shalom Aleichem. This segment is brought to you by Rabbi Yehuda Shane, Administrator of Kashrus Anytime, which is a division of the Kosher Consumers Union, a 501c3 organization. We'll address now some things basically which is more Nagaya for a Meshgiach in a hotel, but basically uh, everybody should be familiar with it so they could talk to the Meshgiach, see his familiarity with it, see if they could rely on what he's doing, etc. It's not going to encompass everything that a Meshgiach should be aware of, but we'll bring a number of things to the attention. And basically, if um, uh, people should be aware of these things, I uh, hope you have certain things to jot down some information. First and foremost, is a Meshgiach should be very familiar and be able to understand and communicate with the personnel in a common language that's used in a commissary, in a kitchen, etc., etc. Knowing some Spanish is an advantage, but you don't have to know Spanish, but uh, it is an advantage. Therefore, it's important to be familiar with kitchen equipment, the name, the description, and if it's Fleishik's, Milchitz, or Parov, and exactly how it's designated. The fact that this style is Fleishik's, and this style is Milchitz, and this one is Parov, is really unacceptable. It must be with a color on it. The usual color is Fleishik's, is uh, red. Milchix is blue, Parav is either green or black or something like that, but basically it should be very clearly designated. Others will allow to use, uh, for fish, to use Fleishka Kalim as long as it's clean. Others will not allow it, so just know what the Rav Machshe really wants. Uh, they should always, always use a strictly of a knife to cut onions, because onions, you can't use the same knife that you cut meat to cut onions, uh, and then you're going to use it for fleishiks, and vice versa, you can't use it for fish, and then you can't use it for milchiks. So that's why onions pays to have a special knife where somebody cuts all the onions, and you know the onions, you don't have to be concerned if it's going to go for fleishiks, for milchiks, or parav. We have one special set of knives that does only that. The mashgiach should also be familiar with all types of ovens, convection ovens. You should know if the convection oven is electronic ignition, or it's, um, it has a standing pilot, and how you light a pilot should be familiar. Be familiar with deep fryers, also, how to light the pilot, etc., etc. Be familiar with fryolators, steamers, and the steamer, you want to know if it, has, if it gets the steam from the general boiler, or it has its own uh, steam generator, because it makes a very big difference. Uh, yeah, be familiar with grills and how you kasha those things, and be familiar with griddles, steam kettles, four burner oven, a six burner stove top, and a broiler and a brazier. Know what a brazier is. Be familiar. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Know what a warm box is, what a speed rack is, refrigerators, freezers, reaching box, sheet pans, GI pot, the heavy one, the lightweight one, roasting pans. A Chinese calf, colanders, buffalo chopper, blenders, beaters, mixing bowls, ladles, spatulas, slotted spoons, strainers, slicers, mittens, gloves, and you have to be familiar how they use these things also, because a lot of these things you should really put away for shoppers, anything that's a strainer, slotted spoons, Chinese caps, 
Uh, those type of things should be put away for Shabbos. A skimmer, a terrine, know what those things are. You have to be very, very familiar with Bishlakim. Convection ovens, the ones that uh, don't have a standing pile, the ones that have electronic ignition, when they come from the company, the design, basically, when you open up the door, the fire goes off, and the fan usually goes off, and when the Nanju closes it, he's the one that put on the fire, so basically you have a problem with Bishlakim, which asses the food, asses the pan, asses the oven, asses everything. So you have to know how to handle that, if you have to do a bypass, whatever, but know how it works over there. Know uh, how to light the pilots and make sure that, that you lit the pilots and not that the guy likes the pilots. Make sure that, that they don't have any uh, igniters laying around the kitchen that if a, a pilot went off by a stove that they can't light it up. It's only the Meshkichim should have it. Know how steam kettles work. You have to know that even if you turned on the boiler, doesn't mean that because of that your bishlakim is solved. Besides, I'm not talking about if I fired them, but uh, because they blow down the the commercial boiler uh, at least once a day, so the guy basically put back on the boiler even though you did it once when you came there. So you really have to make sure that you turn on always whenever they need a steam kettle, they turn it on. You have to know by tilt kettles. It has a micro switch that basically will shut it off when they when they tilt it. Then when he puts it back on, basically he could have shut off the thing and turned it back on. You don't even realize about it. And you have to know by a boiler. If the boiler basically did cooking with non-kosher, it's still doing cooking with non-kosher. What kind of pigum? How do you deal with pigum? Make sure that all utensils are marked for dairy, meat, fish, and power. Know where the spray paint is kept. Check that you have enough. Take into outside job, take nail polish in the colors for dairy, meat, and power because usually you'll find that something is not marked. And once you have somebody reliable that can identify what it is, you mark it that way and that's the way it's going to remain. Be familiar with what is in the storeroom, what's in the refrigerators, and what's in the freezers. Be familiar with the type of products used, including for each product, what it is, the brand, the distributor, the size, and the location. Because sometimes they have that they got in something which the distributor very often will substitute something else. So don't assume that because it's a kosher cater and everything else like it, that they took care of it. You have to be familiar with every one of these words. Check the kashras and yashan in season. You have to know what items are yashan. You have to know what ingredients are in there that may be a problem of yashan. And a lot of people are very amakbar on yashan, which they should be. And the status of every item when received at the commissary of what it is. Check mabushal and the status of all wines, liquors, and liqueurs. Be familiar with all the dairy items and brands. The milk, the cheese, the cream, the yogurts, butter, hard cheeses including which cheese is required to wait six hours prior to consuming meat. If you have Friday afternoon, they're going to serve for lunch. They're going to serve uh, eggplant parmesan with a six-hour cheese, and now you don't have six hours till the meal. You've got a problem. You have to tell them they have to change it. So it's very important to be familiar with the menus in advance to know exactly what's going in and what they're going to have over there. Be familiar with the sources of beef, lamb, veal, poultry, turkey, duck, Fish, you filter fish, candies, confectionery items. Be familiar with the menus and ingredients used in the various dishes. If when you read a menu and you don't understand what this item is and how it's made or what it consists of, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, you'll ask a number of uh, questions. It'll sound stupid in the beginning, but you're not going to learn by not asking, and then you're going to make a lot of mistakes by not 
being familiar with this that you don't be afraid to ask you don't know and then you take some notes and you jot it down be very familiar with what exactly is coming on the chart from the commissary that you don't have that as that loading everything up and then somebody went and put some other things on the dock that didn't come from the commissary and the majority from the commissary thinks that everything that he sent to the job is acceptable and so you have to know from the mashgir over there what he sent that had things are marked the things are sealed you open up the lock or whatever else it is you see what's in there get a good grasp of what there is and make sure nothing else is gets slipped in while they make sure the mashgir didn't look it does happen a little bit too often be familiar with all items and sources of whatever will be delivered directly to the fair you have the, the big problems are usually the party planners They'll bring in everything, and this is good, I know, this one used it, and Ollie used it, and this one used it, and that one used it. It makes no difference. The Rav Amachshim makes a decision. If you don't have that kind of thing, you don't accept it. You also have to make sure that the things that came in that need Tvilus Kalim, that it has Tvilus Kalim. Every item is to be checked for its acceptable sources and proper seals. Sometimes the, the party planner will bring in certain uh, plates they want to use, whatever else it is. If it's not kosher, it wasn't toivel, whatever else it is, you've got to deal with those things in advance, or call it out of match, let him decide. Prior to mealtime, Mashgir must familiarize himself with the menu. Check the utensils and the flatware, dishes, products, etc. If fish and meat will be served, double forks and knives may be required. Make sure that they have them on the table. And make sure that when the waiters or bus, bus people Take off from the table before you're putting down the next course, the meat through the flesh, whatever else it is, that they've cleaned off everything that was there from the fish. Mashgir shouldn't leave his post till his replacement arrives and has been updated as to where everything is up to. It may be a little bit longer than you, you can't just look at your watch and leave. That's not being a responsible Mashgir. And you should always come a few minutes early to your shift so you could find out from the previous Mashgir of where everything is standing. A mashgir should arrive 20 minutes prior to his shift to get updated on the status from the mashgir on duty. A mashgir should know why he makes the specific well-thought-out decision. Be firm, but not argumentative. Get in touch with the Rav Machshin in case of issues that may arise. Davening with a minion is part of the job unless the specific uh, situation does not permit it. A mashgir must respect all and act in a way that is respected and makes a Kiddush Hashem even by eating, not to become friendly with the kitchen or hotel staff is very important. Mashgir is not to become friendly with them. No mingling or chatting with the opposite gender, guests or otherwise. Going to sleep on time is a key criterion for proper hashgacha. Products. Check for proper seals of fish, meat, poultry when product arrives at the commissary. Check all produce and be very vigilant that it isn't from Israeli origin like a Grexco or Carmel, etc. If it is, make sure you take it off and not just to leave it and you'll make sure they don't use it. Just don't let it come into the to the facility. We don't accept everything from any specific Ashgacha per se. We don't accept everything from any specific supplier. Everything gets approved on an item-by-item basis. Eggs are opened and checked by Meshgichim. They must be able to separate eggs white from yellows. Many of the eggs in the New York metropolitan area come from uh, Amish country, where over there they do have males in the in the in the flocks. So it's not so any blood spot over there would be a uh, and not a uh,
So people are not aware of that. Meshgiach must get trained hands-on for Bedikas Teilom, unless the system over there is that there is absolutely no Bedikas Teilom done on site. Everything is done before. It's brought in pre-checked from companies like Positive or Kosher Garden or from um, Ari Green from um, Evergreen. Those are the things that are acceptable. Uh, different methods are required for items that require Bedikas. Pearl barley requires bedika. That's up to the mashgiach. You put it into hot water, sink tap hot water for a few minutes and stir it around. Take a look. Learn how to check celery for leaf miners, etc. Rosemary, mint, lemon leaf, blueberries. There's no way of eating blueberries. Strawberries must get peeled. Edible flowers. Most mashgiach don't know how to check it, so do not allow it. Most edible flowers do have live insects walking around in the flower. If you could do, you should learn how to do visually strawberry celery if you can, because you do have them, You have others that are, that are new, like the like the gone, that the all visually straw has to be done by Yosef. Learn how to operate to do a grill in a griddle, etc., etc. When a crepe station is being used, the mezgir should light the fire and be available in the crepe station, as the waiters may not adjust the flames and sometimes very often by these crepe stations it does go off and you have to watch because they will try to relight it because they don't need a lighter for it they just turn the thing and the thing clicks and goes on salads are either dairy or flaching when coming back from a meal it must be put in its proper place either dairy or meat there is no such a thing as salads or parv unless you really have a parv kitchen where it goes but once it went onto the table you can't take it back into the parv kitchen Fish pots, knives, grill, and utensils must be designated fish or very clean. No fish or meat, poultry, and oven at the same time, even covered. You must have separate spices for fish. The reason for that is because many in a kitchen will put in their spoon to take out from the thing, and they use a kitchen spoon, which does have in it residue of some other kind of foods on their flesh or whatever else it is. So you have to have separate spices for fish. Usually you keep that in small containers in a separate bus box. Side dishes that may be used for fish and meat should be made separately in an oven or all paro. All onions should be peeled, as we said, with a paro special designated knife. All fires are to be lit by the mashgiach only. All pilots should be lit by the mashgiach weekly, including oven, grill, fire later, convection of the steam kettle, because sometimes by mistake it could be that somebody went and lit it and you didn't know about it. So you have it as a standard precaution is that at least once a week, all fires are put out and relit again. Be familiar with various vegetables. No unpeeled onions, garlic, or eggs to be left overnight. If it happens to be the majdiyah that closes up for the night, sees that they were not used up, he should put some salt, oil, or sugar, and then mix them up in the batch thoroughly. Only mavushal wines are used in, in the, these places. A guest may not bring his own non-mavushal wine to any public area, including dining room, tea room, etc. And if somebody insists that he wants to have his non whistle wine, you tell him that OU policy is that we cannot let in any guest if he brings in his own non whistle wine. It cannot be done. And basically, even if you have to cancel a fair, whatever else it is, and you should be very firm about it because there's a lot of kukulam that happens. And people think, you know, that's one of these things, a hundred also de kula. Always check every container ice cream for its power of dairy status. Don't assume that because he ordered it as parv, that it's parv. Milk, cheese, dairy items should not be kept in the meat or parv refrigerator, preferably. 
Refrigerated and freezer items must be kept covered at all times because things can spill in from one to another when you will not realize it. All deliveries must be checked in the presence of a gear. Waiters should not free, have free access to the kitchen, storage, free refrigerators, freezers, etc. Guests should also not have free access to any of the areas of the kitchen. They should wait by the kitchen door and somebody, the Magdir, or somebody else will get them what they need. And you cannot allow them to wash baby bottles in the, any of the sinks in the kitchen, etc., etc. We'll leave this at this point and we'll continue with the Shabbos and Yontif in the in hotel or a commissary, etc., etc., for another time. Thank you and cultivate.